0: Hey guys, what's up? Hope you guys are having a great day today, and welcome back for another episode of the Matthew Spazitti Program, where we talk about financial freedom and economics. All right, well, yeah, it's been a while since I've, I've done an episode, as uh, I'm sure many of you have have noticed and realized. Uh, first and foremost, I want to apologize for that. Um, a lot has transpired since we've last talked, since I w- since I last recorded an episode, and. Well, I, I, I can't remember the last time I did. I, I, after we moved and everything, we had a pretty big bus, um, busy move. And after we did that, you know, I just it was difficult for me to get back on the bandwagon. But I did. But then eventually I got sick and then I, I had to go, you know, see family and whatnot. I had to did some traveling. And then I got sick again. Actually, wait, no. I think I got sick after the vacation. I, I took a vacation, went to go see family. But we ended up driving there and, um, stopped at a lot of gas stations. Yeah, I got RSV or something. I mean, could have been COVID. Who, who the heck knows? And honestly, frankly, who cares? It was miserable. I admit, but it wasn't as miserable as the stomach flu that I got like a month later after that. So then I got sick again. And you guys actually, I was going, I had re, this is episode I've recorded like three times. This is, well, two times already. This is the second time I've recorded, or the third time that I'm, I'm recording this episode. And, you know, I mean, I would have posted it sooner. However, I ended up getting a really, really, really bad stomach virus. I don't know what the heck it was. I felt like I was going to die. I've never really cried before. Uh, maybe I have when I was younger. I don't know. But man, I was in so much pain that I was literally crying. Like, I reduced to a child. I couldn't really hardly move. I was on the couch. It was just... My 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 stomach had spasms and it was just uh I, I'll spare you the the disgusting details but it was terrible. It was one of the worst sicknesses I had ever I've ever had in my entire life. And I mean I I'm the type of guy where I I usually only get sick like maybe once a year. Have a pretty strong immune system. I used to work in the school systems. So you know when you work with a lot of uh you know kids and stuff then you tend to build up your immune immune system pretty quickly. Well you know, as you'd imagine, I haven't done that in years. And I, I don't know, I don't know where the stomach, vi- actually, I think I do know where the stomach virus came from. We started putting my daughter in uh, Sunday school uh, months and months and months ago. And finally, uh, it caught up to us. And we got sick, thanks to uh, we're pretty sure it came from her because she started throwing up before everybody else did. So she probably got something from being in the classrooms and stuff. So that kind of sucks. But you know, it's it's part of being a kid, you know, it's part of it's, it's just, part of the natural part of life you know we we live in a, a world today and a whole world it's not just the united states a whole world that literally has decided it doesn't want to get sick anymore it wants to avoid sickness it wants to eradicate all sicknesses and well that's a cool idea it's never going to happen we're you know you can't prevent from getting a virus you cannot prevent from getting sick okay a vaccine is not going to help And and don't, and before you go off and you say that, oh, Matthew, well, vaccines, you know, they, if it doesn't cause you, if it doesn't prevent you from getting the virus, what it'll do is it will reduce the severity of the symptoms. It'll make the symptoms less severe. Well, okay, you can't definitively say that. It's just like in in economics, right you can't you never get to see the jobs that are not created because of regulations, because of lockdowns because of taxation, because of inflation. you never get to see the jobs that don't get created because of all the government shenanigans that go on in in, in our country. Well, the same thing can be said for the virus. in principle at least, you will if, if someone gets vaccinated, you will not know how severe that disease would have been on them had they not been vaccinated. Okay? The, you, you can't actually say that because you won't know. If someone gets vaccinated, you can't actually say definitively that it's it, it's better that you got vaccinated. The severity was reduced because you got vaccinated. How can you say that? How can you possibly say that? You don't know that. You're That's just guessing that's just justifying your job. That's just justifying the vaccines. You have no idea whether that is true. You cannot definitively say that. It is either intell- you are either being intellectually dishonest or you're being ignorant. You're either ignorant or worse, you're, you're dishonest. And you're basically lying through your teeth to, you know, protect your job or whatever. The fact of the matter is that if someone gets the vaccine, you will never know... What? how bad the virus really would have been if they hadn't gotten the vaccine. You'll never know that. You'll never know. That's the truth. You won't know. The only way that you would know is if one year you don't get the vaccine and see if you get sick. And if you get sick, like, let's say it's the flu, right? So, so let's say one year you don't get the flu vaccine and see if you get sick with the flu, see how bad it was. Then the next year, get the flu vaccine and see if you get sick. But again, you might go through years without... I mean, I haven't had the flu vaccine. I had the flu vaccine when my daughter was born, uh, rather reluctantly. I didn't really want to get it, but my wife... I didn't want to risk getting the flu and stuff with my daughter being a newborn and everything. I didn't really want to risk that. I normally don't get vaccines. I think, but be- before that... I hadn't had the flu vaccine in like, I don't know, three, four years and I never, and I never got the flu all of those years. I I got sick sometimes, but I never got the flu. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, just because you get the vaccine does not mean that it reduces the severity of the symptoms. You cannot definitively say that because the same, because if someone gets, if someone gets sick, now you, you can get sick when you have the vaccine. But you can't tell me that it's, the, the severity of the symptoms was not as bad with the vaccine as opposed to without. Now, unless you've gotten the flu one year and it was really bad and then you got the vaccine and then you still got the flu and then it wasn't so bad and unless, and, and that may have be that may be true. But again, at least in one, in, in the same year, if you get the vaccine, you will never know how your body would have responded to the flu without the vaccine because you got the vaccine. So therefore, you cannot definitively say that the vaccine made the symptoms less severe. You can't. You can't say that. Well, anyways, with all that said, you know, I I just I'm getting off on a tangent. That's not actually why what what this whole show is going to be about. It just I just hate it when that people say that because and the reason I say this because the narrative on COVID is changing. The narrative was you got to get the vaccine because you know if you don't then you're going to spread it well now major institutions major news media outlets they're they're starting to say that well actually it's starting to look like if you get the vaccine you're not actually going to not get the virus it doesn't make you any less susceptible To getting the virus. And in some cases, some people are even saying that if you get the vaccine, there seems to be a correlation between people who are getting the vaccine and the amount of people who are getting COVID. It seems to be more so. So it almost, what they're kind of saying is that if you get the vaccine, you're actually more susceptible to getting the virus. However, okay, however, comma, what they are saying now is they're shifting the narrative like they always do. Whenever they're caught in a lie, they shift the narrative and nobody ever catches them on a lie because... I, I, it, it defies the, relig- the secular religion of, of government, right? And the secular religion of, of science, basically. It, and it is a religion. Make no mistake. It's absolutely a religion. It is a huge religion. It's a religion that promises no forgiveness and no salvation. There is no way to get to heaven. There is no, you know, life after death. So it's, it's, a, it's a secular one. There's no God. There's no deity. There's no salvation and there's no forgiveness, there's just a bunch of sins that you can commit and you will never be forgiven. You always must repent and even then you will never be forgiven for for the sins that you commit. That's basically what the secular religion is. And it's anything from science, you know, climate change, now the medical industry, you know, you know, uh race, gender, politics and general government, you know, uh, fill in the blank. But anyways, the point is is that the narrative is shifting now because they're caught in a lie. They're starting to realize that, oh, no, people who are getting the virus are actually seemingly getting more and more sick. It's almost like the virus didn't actually prevent them from getting sick. Well, no, no crap. OK, no crap, Sherlock. Viruses don't prevent you from getting sick. They, you know, sometimes they say that, that it might prevent you from getting sick. But no, in most cases, viruses do not prevent you from getting sick. There's always a chance it could, supposedly. But um, not always. You know, viruses, remember, ladies and gentlemen, viruses, or I mean, vaccines, I'm sorry, vaccines are still relatively new to the world. They're still young. It's a young science. And I, I don't trust it, frankly. I don't trust it. I mean, with, with me and my kids, we're not anti-vaxxers, but we will only get vaccinated for like the, the bare minimum, like the really serious, you know, uh, diseases that are out there that require only one vaccination, stuff of that nature. That's all. I mean, I'm not, vac- I'm not getting my daughter vaccinated for every freaking thing that they tell me to vax her for. Heck no. A- absolutely not. You know, I mean, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. She'll still get vaccinated for like the really serious stuff. But outside of that, a- a- and there may be some that I opt out of. But a- anyways, I digress. A- look, the narrative's changing. The narrative's changing from, you know, oh, well, you know, you got to get the vaccine so that we can stop the spread. It's changing from that Well, at least, you know, you got to get the vaccine. So it's not as severe. Right. And I think it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder and harder for them to push this public health narrative that you're guilty if you don't get the vaccine because you're putting your neighbors and your your grandparents and every other schmuck they want to name that they think is at risk. You're putting everybody else at risk for your own selfishness. That narrative is going to be very, very, very hard to keep up with. You know, if they are, uh, if they're no longer going to say that, uh, you know, this whole thing, you know, <laughs> that ultimately you're not, you're going to pass it on because you can still be a carrier of the, of the virus and yet still have the vaccine. But anyways, okay, look, we're, we're a couple minutes into almost 10 minutes now, uh, maybe a more, a bit more into the, the, the show. And I, I'm not even, I didn't even get to the point of the show. I didn't want to start the show off with talking about COVID or anything of a sort. Actually, I have some bad news that I really want to tell you guys about. And it's completely unrelated to COVID or anything of a sort. But, um, I, I, the main reason, uh, at the, at the beginning of the episode, I stated that I had recorded this, this episode, uh, three to- or two times already and that this is the third time. And the main reason that is, is not because I got sick, although I did get sick and it kind of prolonged me getting this episode out there, but the main reason that is is because I'm actually ending the podcast completely, at least for now, and I don't know when I'm going to start it up again. That's the really negative news. I it, 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 I don't really know what to say. Um, it really sucks. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I I honestly, oh man, this isn't something that I really want to do. I didn't want to end the podcast. I've debated this for a couple, at least a year now. I know last year in 2020, it was just, the the podcast was heavily getting in the way. All the content that I was creating, at one point in time, I was creating four pieces of content, two for YouTube and two for the podcast. And it was great. But I wasn't doing any backtesting and I wasn't focusing on my trading like I should have been. So I stopped the YouTube creation and then I took it down to only one podcast episode. Well, really what it was was actually I took it down to one podcast episode and one YouTube video. And then I stopped the YouTube videos altogether and I just did one podcast episode. No, actually, I'm sorry. I did, I stopped YouTube and then I did, um, Gosh, I think it was I, I did like one one pot or two podcast episodes a week. That's what I did. And so that's and at first that was okay and that was great, but I still wasn't really getting done the stuff that I needed to get done. You know, I wasn't focusing on my trading like I should be. So I eventually came to the conclusion. That I really, I need to, you know, even though now I'm, I'm stay at home, I'm stay at home, dad, take care of my daughter every day. That's actually the bulk of how I spend my day is I'm taking care of my daughter. uh She's really into reading her books. She's got a ton of books now, you know, uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, you know, Brown Bear, Brown Bear. Uh, baby's first Bible stories, all, all kinds. <laughs> good morning, God. Good night, God. You know, those are the, those are the two, two separate books. Uh, you yeah, know, just a ton of books. Like, she, she has, she has a certain favor. And, and all day long, I'm sitting in a chair and she brings me books. And then I, I, I put her on my lap and I read the book. And then sometimes she looks through the pages and then she goes down and gets another book. <laughs> I kid you not. I will read through like five or six books within one day. Um, and sometimes she'll bring back the same book. And I'm like, okay, if, if it's the same book, I'm already, I've already read it once. I'm not going to read it again. So what I do is I, I just have her sit in my lap and she looks at the pages and then she goes and gets another book. You know, she's pretty smart. She understands if she brings me a new book, I'll read it to her. Um, but yeah, she's just, oh gosh, it's been great. It really has been great. I, I feel, I love it. And then I also feel guilty about it all at the same time. And I'll, I'll discuss that here in a, in a minute. But, you know, that's how I spend my day. I spend my day taking care of and raising my one-year-old daughter, who's almost two years old, by the way. Can you imagine that? Two years old. I mean, seriously, I, I can't believe it's, it's almost been two years. I just, it, it's absolutely insanity to me. It's just, it's, it's so crazy. She's grown up so fast. Past two years have flown by. I mean, it's already what? September already? A freaking A, guys. I mean, September. Ah, I feel like I already felt like the older I got, and I'm only 32, by the way, I already felt like the older I got, the faster time seemed to fly. And now I feel like with a child, it's even worse. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to blink and I'm going to be 60 years old. Oh, I don't, I don't want to be 60 yet. <laughs> I don't don't really don't want to I'm not done being my I'm not done being in my 30s freaking a I still don't feel like I was done being in my 20s but (laughs) I don't like getting old just like everybody else but unfortunately it's a natural part of life that we really can't we can't stop anyways that's how I spend my day so I take care of my daughter And then in the off and I have maybe a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours in the afternoon. But anyways, doing podcast episodes takes a a long time, takes a lot longer than I think a lot of you realize. It takes a lot longer than I realized when I first uh, got started with it. Man, when I first started with it, I thought it would be easy. All I got to do is come in, talk into a mic, you know, post the episode and I'm done. That's what I thought. And I thought it would be more of a side thing. I didn't realize that when I started the podcast, I was actually starting a separate business on top of the trading business that I was already doing. I didn't realize that. I had no idea. When I first started, I didn't have a podcast. I had a blog and I was making YouTube videos and I was showing people my back testing and everything else. And I was, I was doing a little bit of writing. I was writing about politics. I wrote a little bit of uh, mostly, actually, I didn't really write about politics. I mostly wrote about entrepreneurship. Personal finances, trading, things of that nature. That's actually what I I primarily wrote about. But, um, you know, I wrote a a few things. If you want, you could go check them out. Newmillenniumwealth.com. You know, uh, I'll post the link in the description below. It's my website. It's been kind of acting really funky lately. It went down down like twice. There's something wrong, I think, with the WordPress version. So I've gotten it fixed both times, but. I don't know. If you go and it's not there, try again later. It's, uh, I'm having the tech support work on it and whatnot. And they've been able to get it back up and running twice, but it went down on me a second time, uh, today. And I was not happy with it at all, but you know, you know, we ended up getting it fixed. So it's cool. But anyways, the point is, is that, you know, that's what I started off doing. And then I picked up YouTubing more. And then I picked up podcasting and I dropped the, the, the blogging. Um, and I didn't really blog that often. I didn't blog that much, but I, so I ended up dropping the blogging for the podcast, thinking that the podcasting was honestly going to be easier. And because I thought, well, I could talk a lot easier than I can write. And to some extent that, that is not, uh, that's not wrong. I mean, it's true. I actually, when I am talking, it is easier. It's a lot easier, but I will, I, I will be honest though. When I, when I do record my podcast episodes, there is, there are a lot of other things. uh. I'm trying to think of what I want to say here, trying to kind of losing my train of thought. But when I create a podcast episode, there's a lot more that goes into it than than what you guys clearly get to see. Not only do I create the podcast episodes through recording, but then I got to go and edit the podcast. If the episode is like an hour long, it can take me two to three hours just to edit it, depending on how of a much a depending on how much of a perfectionist uh, I want to be. And uh, unfortunately, I do get to be a perfectionist quite a bit, Um, and I'm a little obsessive-compulsive about details that probably most people wouldn't even notice, frankly. You know, sometimes I I breathe, and I don't know, in other people's podcasts, I don't know if they've just heard to, I don't know if they've just learned to breathe lightly so that the mic doesn't pick it up, if that's a skill that I need to practice, or they have some software that edits that out, but for whatever reason, for me, my mic picks up like every freaking breath that I do and when I try to do uh sound leveling on my uh you know video slash audio editing uh software which is Camtasia it's more of a video editor you know it's not really so much a, a, a audio editor but it does offer some audio editing capabilities and well anyways when I do the the leveling it doesn't real it, it brings up the br- the breath it me breathing so anyways that really annoys me a lot because it makes it sound louder than I think it really is and then also uh, sometimes you can hear my computer humming in the background that annoys me as well you know a whole bunch of stuff sometimes I say um and a lot or um you know sometimes like right there it sometimes I uh I don't know just different noises and stuff so if I get really a you know and a perfectionist and I really really want to try to clean up the podcast, it can take me a long time to do it. It could take me a long time to do it. And so the editing can easily take, on an hour-long episode, it can take double. It can take at least an hour or two, again, depending on how, um, you know, much of a perfectionist I'm being. But then on top of that, once I've done that and I post the episode, I've got, or well, once I've done that and I'm finished editing it, then I've got to create a, a description which for the last couple of episodes, I don't even think I did. Uh, I gotta create a title, a description, and then on top of all that, I gotta post it, and then I gotta promote it. I gotta post it on all the social medias. And I created way too many social media accounts. I got minds.com, parlor, gab, MeWe, Facebook, you know, YouTube, Twitter, I had a lot of them. And I was I was working on adding more. I was gonna start posting to uh, Odyssey.com or .tv, I can't remember. Basically, it's the it's the video platform that is supposedly based off blockchain, so it's uh supposedly I, I don't see how that's possible, but well, I mean I, I understand blockchain technology. I understand the ledger system, I understand all that, I understand Bitcoin and most cryptocurrencies. I get it. I'm a pretty technical-oriented kind of guy. For the most part, I understand it fairly well. But, um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on it, but I, I understand the technologies overall. I get the general concepts and everything. The only problem that I have with it is just, I, I don't know. So I, a lot of people seem skeptical that it's, it's blockchain based. So it, it very well could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know how exactly that would work, but it, that is neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, the video, the video platform supposedly is blockchain based. It was originally lbry.tv and then it cre- became odyssey com or something like that uh, so i was going to post stuff there i was going to post stuff on rumble bit but I, I never i never honestly i never got around to any of that never did so but when you when you kind of look at everything in its totality of what it takes to, to create a successful podcast there's a lot that really does go into it you know and, and and i'm not ending the show because it's not growing i want you to know that i the show is growing It's not growing as much towards the end of it because frankly, I haven't been promoting it as much as I, as much as I should. If you go to my Twitter account, you can see the last episode I posted and there are episodes on the actual podcast website, the Podbean website. There are actual uh, podcast episodes there that are not actually on Twitter because I never ended up posting them. And there are, and like Facebook and YouTube, it's even worse, It was it it was hard to keep up with it. Let's be honest. It was like a full time job, hours upon hours of work just to post them to all the social media sites. So a lot of times, a lot of that got kind of uh, put on the wayside a little bit. Well, actually, I should say it a little bit, quite a lot actually. Uh, Twitter, Parler, and Gab were the ones I kept up with the most, and even then, I don't really. You know, I don't, I don't think I really did. I don't think it really did that well. I don't know how many people I got from them. I think I got some people through, the, through, through those avenues, but it wasn't like hundreds of people, okay? Um, actually, the most successful thing was actually doing advertising. That was the most successful stuff, uh, you know, form of, uh, you know, getting my show out there. But unfortunately, I kind of stopped that. And uh, the growth was still there. It's just a lot slower than what it was when I had the advertising, which is, you know, of course, that's how you think. And just if you guys have a podcast and, you li- and you're and you listening to mine, you like mine, um, one of the ways I did promote it, big advice, go advertise on other podcasts. Find podcasts that are small like yours or big ones, but the big ones are going to require more money. But find podcasts that are relatively of a smaller size and advertise on those podcasts. Okay. You know, I, I spent maybe... $600 on one podcast, got maybe, gosh, I don't remember, 20, 20 listeners from that one, and then I got, this was at the very, very beginning, by the way, and then I did another $350 on another one, and I got, like, it went from 20 to, like, 50, it was actually 60 for a while, and then it kind of settled down in the 50 range, high 40s, uh, low 50s, and then that, so that one actually was, I got... More people from that one than than the actual with the money, and then I just kind of for a long time I kind of stopped. I haven't really done any of that since last year. All of that advertising was last year. Well, actually, no. Ah, uh, the the three hundred fifty dollars ones that was from the Lions of Liberty, and that was at the beginning of this year. So, but still, I haven't done any of that stuff in a long time. And as a result, the the growth slowed down by quite a bit, right? So, with that said, it's not actually. The uh the growth of it, because, again, we are growing. It's just it wasn't huge. It's not a massive amount of growth. And but that that's not really why I think that this show had has potential. I think that me talking into a mic and, and people enjoying that, I think that has potential. I just don't have time for it. Look, I, I, I've been talking about, you know, backtesting for quite some time with my trading strategies. And um, I, I this just recently happened, but I actually finished testing on one currency pair and one timeframe. And I've been talking with my trading mentor and he says, dude, I think you're ready to trade. And I'm like, holy crap. I've traded with real money before, but not with a tested strategy and not on the Forex market. It was on the options and the stock market. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? You think I'm ready? I've been preparing for this for years. So, you know, I started prepping. I opened up an account. I funded the account. I'm looking for trades. I have yet to find any trades yet because, you know, one 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 strategy, one currency pair, one time frame doesn't exactly produce a lot of trades. Right, I could easily be looking for trades for like a week and never find anything. This is why you typically have a portfolio of more than one currency pair or whatever you're going to trade. You have multiple markets, like a market, Apple would be considered one market. So if you're on the stock market, Apple would be considered one market and video would be considered one market. So you would have multiple stocks that you're trading if you're on the stock market or uh, or if you're trading with options, you would have multiple currency pairs uh, and a portfolio if you're trading on the Forex market like I am. And so, to be honest, that's really what you need for, the, for more trades. You don't want to over trade, but you do want more than, like, maybe once a month or once a couple weeks. So, anyways, I started to, uh, so I, I started talking to my mentor. He said I was ready. So then I, um, I went ahead and started prepping for that. And it, while it doesn't take a lot of time, cause I'm only looking at one currency pair, you know, it doesn't take a lot of time to check on the, the markets and see what they're doing. I will say that, It's uh, eventually it will start to take more and more of my time. So in the mornings, that's what I do. I wake up and I look at those charts. And then after that, my main goal is to be, is to be backtesting. But the podcast throws a big monkey wrench into all of that because I got to record the, the episode and then I got to edit the the dang thing at the same time of taking care of my daughter. It makes it harder to do. So, but anyways, I, I just, I've determined that I want to focus more on my trading and less on the podcasting. That's what I I, I decided to do. You know, originally this podcast was supposed to be more about my journey to financial freedom. Like my trading, talking about my experiences. It ended up becoming more about economics and politics than anything else. I guess it's natural, right? You know, it's easy to talk about stuff that I'm passionate about. It's, uh, it's, it's very natural. You know, at the beginning of the show, I started by talking about COVID. I never intended to, but that's what I started talking about. You see how easy it is? Especially when the world seems like it's constantly on fire. Well, because of that, the other reason why I'm ending the show is because it depresses me. You know, not only do I, I want to free up more time so I can focus more on my trading, it also depresses me. You see, when you start talking about politics and economics, you know, You start to want to, you start to need to read articles and listen to other podcasts about politics and economics. And the more and more you do that, the more and more you get the feeling that the world is just freaking burning around you. Our country is descending into some form of fascism, socialism, and the world is is just dying. And that is a very, very depressing place to be, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. It's not happy. It's, it's not fun. It takes the fun out of, out of everything. It sucks. It really, really does. So in all honesty, you know, that's the other reason. That is the other reason why I don't really want to continue the the, the, the podcast because the more I read about politics and economics, the more depressed I get. And it, it just, it's kind of depressing. And I, I want to focus more on trading, more on uplifting things. And when you're focusing on trading, you know, audio only is not really helpful unless you're talking specifically about trading psychology, then that's okay. But if you're going to start showing charts and stuff, what do you guys can't see them because it's audio only? That's what a podcast is. So that's completely pointless. So anyways, I decided. For the reasons of A, not having enough time, or at least wanting to free up more time for my for my trading, so I can really bang it out. I really want to finish my back testing on all five different currency pairs, or well, four now. I I've, I've already done one. I want to do uh four more currency pairs, which have already gotten started on two. I have a hundred trades on two of them. I, I need more, and then Uh, I need, actually, I have a hundred trades on four, but two of them were not successful. So I need to continue to look for more successful, uh, currency pairs that where my strategy works on. And then I need to, uh, continue and test more on the ones that are showing to uh, be successful. So, you know, that's going to take me time. It's going to take me time, but I, I will say that once my free time, once I'm starting to free up more time, I, I do intend to create more, uh, you know, YouTube videos and stuff. So, um, I'm not sure when I'm going to start that. If you guys want to follow me, go follow me at Matthew Spazitti. It's my first and last name on YouTube. And uh, again. Just use the podcast, the Matthew Spazzini program, if you, if you don't know how to spell my last name. But I'll post a link in the description below so you guys can easily go check it out. But that's where I'm going to primarily be. I'm not committing to any level of consistency with uh, recording those videos. What I might do is I might actually record me walking through the backtesting phase. So not only am I getting backtesting done, but I'm also recording a video showing you the process so I can create content and show you backtesting and get backtesting done at the same time. So I might be able to kill two birds with one stone. So that would be really, really cool. So I'm thinking about possibly doing that. The only downside is if I have video on me, like if I actually have a camera on me, it makes the recording a lot harder and take a lot longer. Um, even as amateurish as I am, you know, with the whole thing, it it takes, it makes it take a long time, longer time. Whereas it's a lot easier if I'm just recording my screen, as I'm sure you can imagine, but it's not nearly as entertaining. I will say that, but anyways, so I will be creating content for YouTube, but I can't commit to any level of consistency and I haven't really created a video in a while. So I'm going to be focusing on my backtesting and I don't know if I'm going to start creating YouTube videos right away. I might, I absolutely might. And uh, I don't know. We'll go from there. We'll 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 ha- we'll go from there. We'll see how it all works out. I would like to create YouTube videos on ta- on trading and whatnot. I would really really like to do that. And I don't know. We'll just we'll we'll see how that goes. But I want to focus on my trading. You know, that's if I had to choose between trading or being a po- po- politics slash economic talking head, I'd rather choose the trading. As much as I love politics, as much as I love economics. I love trading more and actually it's where I started this whole journey of trying to control the source of your income. It started with trading started with options trading originally. Um, and then it kind of progressed into Forex trading. And now I'm, I'm going to pretty much settle down in the Forex trading uh, arena and go from there. But that, that's where it all started for me. And I want to pursue that more so than my politics and economics uh, talk show. So, you know, With that said, if you like my content, you want to continue to see more of it, go to YouTube. Go check out my website. When I post a YouTube video, it will be on the website as well. If you want, sign up to the newsletter. I don't spam. In fact, uh, you know, you might you might get a video, uh, you know, whenever I post one. So that would be another one. And if you want to go subscribe to the newsletter, it's not that difficult. Just go to the website, hit the contact me page, fill it out, and you'll be subscribed to my email list. Um, again, I don't spam you guys. Okay. I, I, you know, if anything, what you'll probably get is it, you'll get my, my, the videos that I post on YouTube. You'll get that on, in the email whenever I post it. So that way, you don't even have to go to the website. You don't even have to go to YouTube. It's right there in your email. So that would be pretty cool. And, uh, th- so yeah, if you, if you want that, that's a great way of doing it. But you, if you're interested in learning how to trade Forex, this is a great way to do it. All right, I'm at the very early stages of it. I'm not a consistently profitable trader. While well, I have made money, I haven't made money for years on end, right? I made money within a couple of months of trading, and that was on an untested strategy. Now, I'm descending into actually trading a strategy that I have tested. Change it changes things. And, you know, I I can teach you a lot. I mean, I know how I know enough. I could teach the material just fine. I just I need to prove myself first before I start going and teaching it. And while I've made money and everything, I haven't, it's not like I've made millions. Okay, so, you know, I I had high returns with a small amount of money. You know, I, I, I took a $1,000 account to a $2,500 account with options trading over the course of like a couple of months. Pretty de- decent returns, if you ask me. Very good returns for a couple of months. But, you know, I felt guilty that I was trading without a tested strategy, so I stopped because I knew I was going to take losses. and um, it's it's really hard to manage risk with options trading, but that's another thing entirely. But anyways. So that's why I'm ending the podcast. I, I don't I want to redeploy my time more. I feel like I don't have as much time to work on it. And even if I did, I still just, there's a sense of it that's a bit depressing to me because Paul, it just, the world seems like a dumpster fire right now. So really I want to deploy my efforts on trading and investing and I want to really focus on that. So, and unfortunately the podcast is just not very conducive with that. The podcast kind of stands as its own separate thing. And while it's great and I love doing it, it just, I don't have time for it right now. And I, I don't know if I have the passion for it right now, um, so, I mean, I didn't really want to give it up, but I ended up after over a year, a year and a half of, of, cons- of considering it, I finally decided to give it up and I finally, th- I'm going to try to give it up. I'm going to see how it all goes. So, as, as, so I, I, anyways, I'm sorry that I'm ending the podcast. If you guys love it, you know, I, I am sorry, <laughs> I, I, didn't, it wasn't really my first choice at all, but unfortunately I just, I need to folk deploy my time elsewhere and, um, yeah, focus more on the trading aspect of, of my journey and, uh, kind of go from there. So, oh, and you know, uh, I, I mentioned that I would talk about how I feel guilty about spending time with my daughter uh, earlier in the episode. What I meant by that, I said, I, we would revisit that. What I meant by that was merely just that I love spending time with her. But a lot of times I also tend to feel guilty about it as well because I feel like I should be working on my stuff and not spending time with her. I shouldn't be playing. I need to be working. I need to be working on my trading, working on making money. And a lot of times that just kind of eats away at me because it it pulls me in two different directions. I want to spend time with her. I want to enjoy spending time with her. But at the same time... I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm playing when I should be working. I, I should be working to try to give my wife, you know, to try to become the, the primary financial provider, the primary provider in my family. That way I can give my wife the ability to be a stay-at-home mom, which she really wants to be. And I feel guilty every day that I can't give her that. And I really, really want to, I really want to give her that. So, um, it's, I, you know, hanging out and raising my daughter, spending time with her. I love it. I really do. But it makes me feel, it makes me feel guilty, it makes me feel like I'm not working, you know? And so it's, it constantly pulls me in two completely separate directions. But anyway, so that, that's what I meant when, when I mentioned that. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, again, I'm, I, I'm sorry that the show is ending, it's not something I really wanted to do, but it's something I, th- I feel like I need to do. Maybe I'll start it up at some point in time in the future again, um, probably with the same podcast name. Uh, I will after, after I post this episode, I will be keeping this episode up for, or, for a while. And then I will probably take the whole podcast out. So you probably won't be able to find it anywhere not on any social media site, not on any, not even on my website. If you go to the website, you'll probably only see my blogs and my YouTube videos. That's probably it. You probably won't even see the podcast episodes anymore. Of course, I got all the episodes archived and everything. So that's not so much a concern for me, but still, I mean, I just, I can't, uh, if I'm not going to be doing a podcast, I'm not going to be paying, you know, for the podcast to be up to be up and running. So I'm going to eventually take it down. I'll leave, like I said, I'll leave this episode up for a while. And then after that, the whole thing is coming down. So I'm going to start reshifting my social media accounts to be more aimed at trading and investing and stuff of that nature. And we'll just, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And, uh, yeah. So guys, thank you so much for, for coming here each and every week. Thank you so much for supporting me by listening and sharing the show. I'm sorry that I couldn't keep up with this as as much as I was hoping to. I I really am sad. The reason it took me so long to record this episode is because it's a really sad thing. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but you know, uh it almost brings me to tears. I've I have cried over this situation multiple times. And I have procrastinated recording this episode because of how sad and depressed I am at the very idea that I'm ending something that I've worked on for probably at least two years at this point, over two years. And, um, at least I think it was over two years. Anyways, definitely for a while, at least definitely over a year, maybe almost two. Worked on it for a little while. I know it's not that much time, but it's, you know, put a lot of effort into it and it really was something I I had high hopes for, but I need to focus on things. I need to focus on the trading because that's really what I want. More so than anything else, I want to become a consistently profitable trader. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on that. And uh, yeah. So this is the last episode. And uh, you know, hey, I wish you all the best. If you want to keep up with me, go to my website, go to my YouTube channel. I will still be creating content periodically there. Um, And yeah. Yeah. I will still, I'll still be doing that kind of stuff. So not like I'm going away forever. I'm not going away forever. I'm just not going to be doing the podcast anymore. So if you want me, if you want to continue to to see me, listen to me, if you like how I describe stuff, you want to learn more about trading, you know where to go. Go check me out at at YouTube and go check me out at my website. Okay. Get, get signed up to my newsletter. I'll keep you informed and updated on what I'm doing with my stuff. And uh, we'll go from there. So, all right guys, well hey, thank you so much for showing up. Thank you so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Again, I would highly encourage that you continue to pursue your journey of becoming you know, be becoming financially free, taking control of the source of your income, becoming independent, not being dependent on some corporation that ultimately enslaves you to them. And uh with corporations forcing people to get vaccines, putting drugs in their body if they want to maintain their employment there i think the idea of a company enslaving you is even more evident today than i think it's ever been you don't want to be dependent on a corporation you don't want to be dependent on somebody else for your livelihood you want to control your own source of your income your own livelihood so that's what i would highly encourage you guys to do all right ladies and gentlemen Love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for showing up. Thank you so much for supporting me. And hey, hopefully I'll start the podcast up in the future sometime. But with that, with all that said, know the risks, plan accordingly. Have a great day.